who's ready to rock today, Fire Nation? It's JLD here, and welcome to episode 1709 of EO Fire, where I chat with today's most inspiring entrepreneurs seven days a week. And we have a free eight-day goals course for you, Fire Nation, over at freegoalscourse.co. Get goal focused. Now let's chat with today's featured guest, Dave Delaney. Dave, are you prepared to ignite? Oh, yes. Yes. Dave's a keynote speaker, <laughs> author, and founder of NetworkingForNicePeople.com. He's appeared in USA Today, Entrepreneur, Inc., Fortune, Billboard, and the BBC. His acclaimed book, New Business Networking, explores online and offline tools, tips, and techniques to grow and nurture your professional network for your business and career. Dave, take a minute, fill in some gaps from that intro, and give us just a little glimpse of your personal life. My personal life. I am uh, born and bred in Toronto, Canada. I moved to Ireland for to find myself and my Irish roots and all that good stuff being a Delaney and met my wife there and we moved to Nashville, Tennessee and had two kids and we still have them and we live in Nashville now. I'm glad to hear you still have your kids. That's really <laughs> yeah, exciting we kept news. Them. <laughs> well, yeah, they're pretty cool. So we decided to keep them. And Fire Nation, if you're recognizing <laughs> Dave's name or his voice, Episode 562, he appeared on EO Fire. So we're talking over 1,200 episodes ago. So Dave, welcome back, brother. We're excited to have you in Fire Nation. Of course, if you want to listen to Dave's journey, which includes Toronto to Ireland to Nashville and, and other things, definitely check out that episode, Faux Show. But today yes. we're going to be talking about something a little different. We're going to be talking about networking. And if you didn't get by his URL, networkingfornicepeople.com, Dave has crafted quite the niche in this area. Break down mm. your area of expertise as it sits today and then drop one value bomb, something that we probably don't know as entrepreneurs, but that we probably should. Great question. Um, I, for me personally, I, my area of focus and expertise is in networking. Um, it's about relationships and community and putting people together and providing value. And that all gets into networking nicely, which is what I'm all about. So so that's my area of expertise. Um, and as far as a value bomb, I would say to focus on one thing in your career that you're working on. You can do other things, of course, but focus on one core thing um, and don't try to be all things to all people. Um, I, you know, I, I tried for a long time, I tried to do too many things and was always just, my head was always spinning and I was never getting anywhere. So by focusing on one thing, you'll, you'll get much closer to that at least, or discover something new along the way. What I love about that is if you try to resonate with everybody, Fire Nation, you're literally going to resonate with nobody. Like you need to stand right. for something. Like you need to actually mm -hmm. put a flag in the ground and say, hey, this is what I believe and this is what I'm passionate about. And for those of you that are also passionate about this and maybe have some similar ideas, like come to my flag. And those that don't, I don't probably want to deal with you anyway. So really know what you stand right. for. Really know who you are so you can attract those right people. And you know, kind of moving in, Dave, to what we're going to be focusing on today, which is networking. Why mm -hmm. is it more important today, you know, here in 2017, than it has really ever been before? The way social media and online communication has evolved, um, you know, the future is looking, leaning more towards AIs. And, and then, we, of course, we all deal with spam bot, bots and all that stuff. 
Yeah, Facebook Messenger bots are already like everywhere. Like it's happening. I've been hit twice actually and just reminded people <laughs> I didn't fall for it thankfully, but I did. They seem pretty realistic when you start getting chatted by a friend and right. you realize, wait a minute, this isn't actually my friend. Um so it's so important and I think that's starting to affect the way social networks work online. And so realist I mean, you know, our relationships happen best when it's in person. Um, you know, that doesn't mean to say that you can't have relationships online, but everybody knows that when you, when you have a friend online and then you meet in person, it's just your relationships way better. Mm. Um, and so I think nowadays networking is more important than ever because we need to establish those relationships and, and meet up in person. And I think that's just such an important part of this. So time is everything. It's our most valuable resource Mm -hmm. by far. I mean, it's literally something we just can't get back. Like the last 10 seconds of my life, I can't get back. But guess what? I don't want it back because I was hanging out with you, Dave. So that was cool. I made that choice. But the fact is we can all manage our time while nurturing our network. So how can we do that to the best of our abilities? Yeah, I use um, a CRM tool um, called Contactually, which I really like, which helps me uh, balance relationships as far as email goes. So it taps into my email and then, um, I configure what what they call buckets, but it's like groups and you can put people into different groups to remind you to follow up with those people at different times. So you don't have to do it exactly on time, but they, they do it in a way to gamify it. So you get a score and things and it keeps you focused because you can keep tags. You can actually tag people. So if I know like a, like a WordPress developer, I could tag him WordPress or I know an author, I can tag her author. And that helps me keep track so that when somebody in my network is, says, Dave, I, I, I want to interview some authors or Dave, I want to meet um, some WordPress developers, I can just look in my CRM, find those people really quickly and then make those introductions. And so it speeds up time, but it also helps me keep focused on following up with people. I've actually interviewed the founder of Contactually, great guy, and he's always looking just to continue to improve the system. And I mean, this is years ago that I interviewed him, so I just love hearing, you know, like years later, people still using Contactually and loving it. And kind of what I want to dive into, Dave, is a specific example of how you use Contactually um, that worked really cool. Or, you know, maybe you have a better example of a client of yours or something, but give us something real specific, like let's go granular on this. When I send a proposal out to a client uh, or potential client, um, I set it to remind me. I have a separate bucket for that in Contactually that reminds me to follow up within the week. Um, and so that has saved my butt twice because I forgot and went into Contactually and it remi- reminded me to follow up with these people. And by following up, um, I was able to close those those uh, clients and become new clients. So it's it's paid for itself multiple times. So it's that that alone is really worth the investment. I love that because Fire Nation, a lot of times, like it's never no, it's not right now because we're getting bombarded with a thousand different things, you know, the messenger mm-hmm. bots, the emails or Skype, like you name it, like we're getting bombarded. And just because I get an email from Dave and then maybe, you know, something happens and, you know, the mailman shows up and I go down and I've now already, quote unquote, read that message and I've forgotten about it. That doesn't mean mm-hmm. that I like meant to say no today, but hey, he followed up and here we are talking on EO Fire, bringing him on as a repeat guest because he knows how to follow up and how to network. So how should we seek out events to meet like-minded people? I mean, there's a lot of events that are out there. There's virtual, there's in-person. Give us a little bit of a roadmap right now that we can maybe follow and use as a guide to, to really make sure that we're in the right places doing the right things. 
Yeah. One thing that I like to do is, and it sounds pretty basic, but it's word of mouth, uh, asking colleagues, asking people, you know, in your profession or people you work with, ask them for what events, what conferences or, you know, uh, what trade shows or whatever it may be, ask them wh- where they're going this year, or what, wh- what's on their radar. Cause that might give you some ideas right away. Um, another thing I like to do is go onto websites, um, just simple services that some of you will probably know, but meetup.com and eventbrite.com. Eventbrite meetups, more community focused uh, groups that are taking place locally that you can search for your zip code and find all of those different meetups. Um, so you can look in that and find people that you want to connect with. Eventbrite, if you search your zip code or your postal code, you can find local events um, free and, un- and and paid that have tickets associated with them. So you can find specific things that are taking place and find those conferences and those events. Um, there's a website called Lanyard. Um, it's lanyrd.com, which is now actually uh, they were acquired by Eventbrite. But that has more conference. Uh, dir- it's a kind of a international conference directory, and so you can actually search by uh, conferences and find the conferences that yeah you know that appeal to you most. Um, and again, follow up with your own community and t- you, your own network and reach out to those folks and see if they're going to any of these conferences. Um, or ask them which conferences they plan to go to. So that way you, you can have a networking buddy there. So now we're there at these conferences mm. or at these meetups or small events, whatever they might be. What do we do next? Like, what are some best practices? I like to research who's going to be there before I go. Um, I just launched an online course all about this, actually, about how to network before, during, and after a conference or after an event. So we go to the event. Um, but before you go, look online and see the speakers that are going to be there. Look at the sponsors that are going to be there and start researching those folks. And and if there is a connection there, reach out to them directly and say, hey, I would love to grab a coffee while we're at this conference. I see you're attending. Let them know why, you know, maybe you have some business to discuss. Maybe you just like would like to talk about the industry with that person. That's perfectly fine. Um, so do that before you go so you can set up some meetings before you're there. Um, and then when you're there, you know, you mentioned my book, New Business Networking. That book came as a result of me at a conference networking. I went over to the my publisher's table, who I'd never met before, and she, um, working the table, had published, they had published some other books of uh, some other authors that I knew. So I went over and we were just making, I was just making small talk, and she asked me what my, you know, what my book idea is and that kind of thing. And I was like, no, no, I, I don't have any ideas. And then she said, yes, you do. What's your book? And I had this idea of writing a book about networking. Um, and about networking online and offline. And she said, I love that idea. And got we got into it. And next thing I knew, I had a book proposal and then a book deal from networking. So go and talk to the sponsors. Research who's going to be there beforehand as well. Fire Nation, you think that you've gotten value bombs thus far. You ain't seen nothing yet. We're about to, to drop <laughs> some more when we get back from thanking our sponsors. Ready to explore new business opportunities outside of creating your own business from scratch? If yes, see what it's like to be an Allstate agency owner. Unlike other small business ventures, you earn equity as an Allstate agency owner with the opportunity to pass it down or someday sell. In addition, you pay no franchise or royalty fees, so the money you save on fees goes directly into growing and building equity in the business. You're not just selling insurance policies. You're a small business owner with no salary cap. The sky is the limit as far as what you can earn, and you can even earn 
repeat revenue from policy renewals. Being an Allstate agency owner may be just the opportunity you've been looking for, especially when you have the backing of a nationally recognized brand like Allstate. Be more than just an agent. Be an Allstate agency owner and earn equity in the business you build. Visit AllstateAgent.com to learn more about owning an Allstate agency today, subject to the terms and agency agreements. Fire Nation, my three greatest strengths are productivity, discipline, and focus, and it took me four years to master these skills, and they are the reason that I've been able to build EO Fire into a multi-million dollar a year business. Good news, I've created a step-by-step guide for you to master these three skills as well in 100 days. It's called The Mastery Journal. Master productivity, discipline, and focus in 100 days. To learn more and begin your journey of mastering these skills, visit themasteryjournal.com. So Dave, we're back, and I'm not going to lie, and I think Fire Nation probably knows this, I love acronyms. Focus, follow one course until success. SMART Mm. goals, specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, time-bound. I love acronyms. I think they're cool. I think they they make a lot of sense, and they help me remember what I should be doing. Now, you got a pretty cool acronym. How can we use the acronym LISTEN to actively listen to people when we meet? Now, this is the reality. A lot of times, you know, we're there, we meet somebody, you know, they're talking, and now we're just kind of thinking of like, oh, what's that next person I'm going to meet? What's that next meeting? Mm-hmm. Like, how do we use the acronym LISTEN to actively listen? Yeah, so the LISTEN acronym, L stands for look interested. So you have to be interested. So when you go over and introduce yourself and ask them, you know, what brings you to the conference, they're going to start to tell you, look interested. That means looking at the, in their eyes. That means smiling. That means, you know, nodding. Look, look interested. Um, the I stands for involve yourself by responding. And that means by giving just some cues that you're listing, like saying, oh, really? Wow. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> Something like that. And then even asking follow-up questions like, and then what happened? Or how did that make you feel? Um, The S stands for stay on target. And the target is the person you're talking to. So let them do the bulk of the talking. Now, of course, if this feels weird, then, you know, back up a bit. That's fine. But try to let them do the bulk of the talking by asking them follow up questions. Uh, The T stands for test your understanding. That's a really good one if you are getting some information or receiving information by repeating it out loud. If you repeat that information out loud, um, they they hear you repeat it. And so they're more confident that you're listening. Um, but also it helps you because you retain the information better because you're repeating it out loud. Um, e is evaluate the message. And so maybe they're uh, confiding in you. Maybe they're telling you something sort of secretive. Maybe they're deciding to leave their job or maybe they were just laid off or I don't know, but evaluate the message um, and treat it, you know, treat it as such. And then N finally, listen, N stands for neutralize the feeling. So if they say something like right now, you know, um, I'm a big hockey fan and the Nashville Predators are a big team here, of course. Um, You know, if they're going to badmouth the Preds, that might upset me, but I'm going to neutralize those feelings. Now, if they say something that's horrible, um, then that's a good cue for you to say, well, you know, I'm sorry, I've got to run or I've got to go to the bathroom. I'm sorry. Or, you know, something like that and say, it was great to meet you. And then, uh, meander out of there. So that's the listen acronym. Yeah. I can see you just going, I must've eaten something horrible this morning. I, I have to go to the bathroom. <laughs> like, what can they say to that? Nothing really. <laughs> right. Right. Except when I'm, I do training, I do like corporate training and I do, I, I speak a, a lot about networking and I, I point this out. And then I always tell people in the audience, like, 
when I point out this acronym, um, I say, okay, and you could say like, I've got to go to the bathroom, but then anybody who actually legitimately has to go to the bathroom now, it's going to be really awkward. So <laughs> I would say like, you know, let them know. No, 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 it's not you. I swear it's me. Listen, Fire Nation, L, look interested, make eye contact. I involve yourself by responding like, uh-huh, yeah, no, yeah, I totally get it. Stay on target. That's the S. The T is test your understanding like, let me get this straight. Are you saying X, Y, and Z? And then, of course, evaluate the message. And then if you need to neutralize that feeling, don't let your personal feelings get involved here. Now, Dave, one thing I kind of want to move into is, you know, icebreakers. Because, yeah, it's one thing mm-hmm. to actually have a conversation with somebody. And we maybe even should have, you know, potentially talked about this first. But, you know, the reality is, how do you even start that conversation? I mean, what are some ideas for icebreakers when we meet people in person to kind of get that flow going in a natural state? Yeah, that's that's a great question, too. There's an author, Keo Stark, who wrote a book called When Strangers Meet, and she talked about triangulation. And the idea of triangulation is to find a shared interest or something even in a room um, or perhaps it was another presentation so that if you're at the conference in the hallway, you could you could you know, you could start talking to somebody and say, gosh, it's really cold in here because you both feel that it's the air conditioning is way too cold. Or, or how did you think, you know, what did you think of that speaker? You know, was she on point or, you know, what are your opinion? What's your opinion about that? So you have like sort of a common point of interest. So the triangulation is you're like a triangle. It's you, the person you want to talk to. And then that point, that common thing that you can discuss. Um, when you're at a conference too, understand, I always emphasize that the idea with a name tag, a badge, anything attached to the lanyard, that is your invitation to go and introduce yourself because nobody goes to a conference or a networking event or something and wants to be alone. So if you see somebody standing by themselves and they have a name badge, they're there, they're attending the same thing you are. That's your cue to go over and introduce yourself and say, hey, how's it going, Jim, Bob, or whatever their name is, uh, <laughs> you know, look at their name tag and then ask them, you know, what they thought of the last session and what brings them to the conference. So, um, but use that triangulation point that really helps. I love the triangulation point. I think that's a great idea. And, you know, to Jim Bob, it can be like, hey, dude, what's it like having two first names? That's that's pretty interesting. And <laughs> boom, ice is broken. There so, you go. There you go. Dave, let's kind of wrap this up with you giving us a parting piece of guidance. Kind of give us this parting piece of guidance and share what you're most fired up about today along with that parting piece of guidance. And uh, then we'll say goodbye. Okay, for the parting piece of advice, I would say to avoid procrastination through education, which is something a kick that I've been on lately and and blogging about as well. Um, And the idea with this is it's not to stop educating yourself because you can always learn. You're listening to this. You're listening to this amazing podcast. So you're learning. Yes. Um, So that's great. But what's really important is that we do stuff with what we learn. Um, so, so if you need to spend time working on, uh, kind of regurgitating the content you learn. So for example, if I listen to a podcast and there's a great interview or something like that, I'll actually write out the best points from that podcast. And then if you're a blogger, I'll write a blog post about that interview. And I will definitely link to the, um, podcast host and the, uh, guests website and things, but I'll include the points that I, I took from that interview. 
Um, and what that does is it helps me remember, like writing a book report in school, right? It's not, instead of burning through a bunch of books or a bunch of podcasts or audiobooks, you're actually taking the time to regurgitate that information. So, and by writing it out and listening to it again, it helps you really keep track of, uh, or it helps you remember that information, like I mentioned before. So write, it, write out a blog post sharing that information with, and then you're sharing that information with, with your own community. Um, and you're also sharing some love to the author and to the hosts and so on. So avoid procrastination through education. So instead, spend some time consuming or spend, you know, consume the media, but then spend some time creating and sharing what you've learned. And I think that will help you get better at the thing that you're trying to do in your own life. And where, Dave, can we best connect with you? Uh, you can find me at networkingfornicepeople.com. Networkingfornicepeople.com. And Fire Nation, you are the average of the five people that you spend the most time with. You've been hanging out with DD and JLD today. So keep up the heat. And head over to eofire.com. Just type Dave in the search bar. This show notes page will pop up with everything that we've been talking about today, as well as episode 562, where Dave shares his journey. So just go for a little back-to-back -back marathon here. Listen to a, a little DD back in the day and a little DD now and see what's happened in the, the past 1,200 episodes. And of course, head directly over to networkingfornicepeople.com. Dave, thank you for sharing your journey with Fire Nation today. For that, we salute you and we'll catch you on the flip side. Hey, Fire Nation, hope you enjoyed our chat with Dave today. And if you are ready to turn website visitors into leads and customers, check out fireup.co. It's amazing. It's free. What are you waiting for? I will catch you there or I'll catch you on the flip side. Ready to explore new business opportunities outside of creating your own business from scratch? If yes, see what it's like to be an Allstate agency owner. As an agency owner, you're not just selling policies, you're building equity in the business with the opportunity to pass it down or someday sell. Learn more at allstateagent.com today, subject to the terms of the agency agreements.